0: what up what up what up welcome back to another episode of between two posts it's episode 40 four zero folks it's taken us three years and we're almost at a year's worth of episodes which is 52 (laughs) weeks for those of you like Kyle that don't know how many weeks there are in a year Uh, we have an electric guest today Uh, a little bit of editing involved but unbelievable person very very dangerous man of Florida but uh, besides that Who'd I ask last week? Evan, Evan, how are you?
1: Great, never better. Yeah,
2: that's
0: Kevin. Kevin to you.
1: Kevin.
0: Kevin. Colin Everett. Kevin, Kyle Kevin. Everett. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys were in like some sort of bromance, you guys would be the like Kevin they'd call yeah. it, right? Like, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of Angelina Jolie's thing.
1: Yeah. Angelina.
0: Yeah, Brangelina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, Kyle, uh, what's new? How are you? Stress levels high, low?
2: Pretty low. Uh, going on vacation this week, so feeling pretty good. Uh, Kyle
0: Conan, always chill.
2: <laughs> had I uh, did a, the alumni skate this morning, and uh, second our second week back now, we all went out for, for lunch and some drinks and that, so just basically the weekend started today. Um, and on top of that, basically just going back to the, we had CJ on today. And uh, I was telling you, Ev, the last time we had him on was before COVID was a thing, our very first episode. So uh, pretty pretty interesting to just kind of go back and I listen to a little bit of the interview and like just like our take on the world. We were like, Oh, I wonder if this COVID thing is gonna, you know, affect
1: hockey or the
2: world. No
0: shot, no shot.
2: Yeah. <laughs> NHL uh, plays. Probably probably breeze over a couple weeks.
1: <laughs> yeah, two weeks and we'll be good
0: yeah <laughs> uh march 14 2020 so again folks uh you know talk about two years later it's only been two it feels like three It's like taking that. us, yeah taking us two years to uh to get to almost a, a year's worth of episodes but uh i mean you guys got anything new to talk about i deleted my intro oh um, I, mean, I mean evan we were talking earlier about how stupid uh jeep trucks are do you just want to give us your take there
1: I just think they are one of the ugliest things. I I see them. The reason I brought it up is like there's like, you know how, uh, I mean, I don't know what your guys' hometowns are like, but my hometown, there's like the buying selling pages on Facebook and stuff like that. Yeah. Someone posted one on one of the buying selling pages and I'm just like, I don't know. It's just... Every time I see one, it just reiterates how ugly and like stupid they look.
0: So dumb. So dumb. I,
1: I, if, you, if you want a Jeep, get a Jeep. If you want a truck, get a truck. It's really not a tough concept. But so hey, you, for, for the few that like,
0: are tied between Jeep and truck, why don't we just fuse it into one? And like, you got yeah, a lot of happy my customers.
1: Mom, my <laughs> mom loves Jeeps. She has a, She has a Jeep. I like trucks. I have a truck. That's just the way it works. Do you, what do you,
2: you like the Wrangler or like the Cherokee or what's like your, you like other Jeeps, just not the truck. I
1: like other Jeeps. Yeah. My mom's got a Wrangler.
2: I got just, I mean, Tacoma. Yeah. I mean, I'd I'd probably, I will be honest. I'd get a Jeep truck still before a few other cars out there. Oh yeah. Um, Like they're not like, I get what you're saying though. Like if you, if you're going to get a Jeep, like, I'd probably definitely get a Wrangler over a Jeep truck, but I feel like there's also a bunch of cars I would just not do before. You know,
0: I got a couple of those. The Bronco sport, I think is embarrassing. Dude,
2: time out real quick on that before you add on, because that's the biggest like difference between a, a car and the sport model I've ever seen. The Bronco is disgusting. Sick. I would drive it all day and the sport as as uh, Mossman would say, is
1: booty cheeks. Yeah, like, like who would buy yeah, that? Uh, what's uh, what's the sport? Isn't this is the sport just a smaller version? I gotta look it up. But it's yeah, like so way it's smaller. It's, it's like, like, yeah, just the wheel. Isn't the wheel like the the like wheelbase? It's oh yeah,
2: the whole width of the car is it just looks is tinier, tinier, and like the whole point of the Bronco. It's like a big badass car, and the sports literally just like a. I just yeah, not a fan. The whole point of the Bronco
0: is was it's a getaway car. You need to get away from a a a crime scene, and you're on TV. You drive a giant top down, sick like truck that's lifted. It's not a truck, but it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know how that classifies. SUV. SUV. Yeah, SUV. The new Bronco is okay, but I I I'm not a car nerd. I don't get into cars. I don't care about fast, whatever Lamborghinis, Mustangs, whatever. But I do, like, my end retirement goal or whatever goal it is, I would love to own one of the new – well, it's not new. It's a refurbed old version of the Bronco. There's somebody out in California that will do new leathers, fresh mm-hmm. top. They, like, redo everything. Like
1: the O.J. Simpson Bronco.
0: Yes, that is what I want, lifted great, yeah. like a truck. And those are so cool. Michigan's got, not the place for it. It but...
2: got more popular once they released the Bronco. Yeah. And, like, people started kind of doing that. So I, I, I'm down with that. I like it
0: but i've seen those can run anywhere from like 60 like depending on how much work 60 80 120 yeah. 150 like it's uh it's outside the wheelhouse for this guy but maybe instead i'll just get a new set of gear you know that seems
1: more reasonable but you deserve it <laughs> i appreciate so, it. so uh
2: on the same topic uh land rover has the same thing going on they came, they re-released the defender which is probably one of the sickest cars i've ever seen i don't know if you guys have seen it but it's like it's a big hoss it's a big big car and uh but the last model they made before 2022 was like 1990 so it kind of has the same vibes of the uh the bronco but it's a pretty it's a pretty sick ride. sweet i I'd yeah. like
0: oh so the old defender is kind of like i mean it's not but like this reminds me of like a g-wagon
2: yeah it's kind of boxy yeah,
0: yeah. Nothing, but the, the nothing crazy more thing, aerodynamic than a box on wheels. The
2: crazy thing is, the old ones are selling for almost the same as the new ones. Yeah, like I think a new one's probably like same same kind of range of like that eighty, mm-hmm. and the the nineteen ninety models like going for the same thing. So
1: there's a nineteen. There's one. I mean, I don't know if this is a good deal, but there's one at a dealership like forty five minutes away from me in nineteen ninety one for forty three.
3: Hmm.
2: could be a good deal i don't know
1: then like a normal defender a 2022 is like 79 71
2: but but like i would probably like why wouldn't you rather get a 2022 i got the bluetooth you got you know the 1990 probably barely even has air conditioning you got the crank on the windows
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: imagine (laughs) imagine spending 40k or like people who collect cars if you spend like 200k on a vintage car and you still got to crank your your window down like that's they want
0: that though a collector probably wants that they're like oh no like i want full authenticity i don't want a headrest so when i i crash into somebody my head snaps back yeah
1: seatbelts we don't know seatbelts no seatbelts no airbags yeah um wanna die the old-fashioned way
0: (laughs) and just right (laughs) through the shield (laughs) um I wanted to ask this, might this question might fall flat. Do you guys go on Instagram a lot and like uh, on a popular post? I'm going to, all right. So like whenever I go to barstool stuff and they don't post sports, I click on the comments mm-hmm. and you can just yeah. read yeah. and people get so mad. This isn't sports. Yeah. This isn't funny. This isn't this. It's not that. I remember when barstool was blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, and the, not a single person laughs at this. And I'm like, like, what? what do you, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, that's I I mean, where I leave it.
2: I'm a little bit torn on this. Like I'm, I'm all, I'm kind of with you or like just unfollow it if you don't like it. Yeah. Um, but there also is some content on there where I'm like, <clears throat> like I'm, I'm close to like, I like a lot of the content they post and then almost half the stuff I'm like, I I'm tempted to unfollow because this is just stupid. So I'm, but I'm, I'm not expecting sports. Like at this point, I know Barstool sports isn't sports but they still post a lot like they just keep creating new shows and new podcasts and like well, that's half, just of, how them, half of them money. are just so stupid
0: yeah yeah and- i mean they're they're just trying to target like specific audiences but i just i don't understand where like oh this is this is gonna get likes yeah this is yeah. sick watch me post like two garbage cans this is gonna blow up so i don't know
2: oh so you're you're Anti barstool then, or what do you? Where, no, what's I'm your a, I'm
0: I unfortunately have turned into a huge stoolie. Okay, and it started from Portnoy's like slapshot regatta. Then I watched stool scenes, and now I listen to a bunch of podcasts, including uh I don't listen to Chicklets to be honest. I listen to their like comedy ones, but yeah, like I'm a I like barstool stuff. I think they put on a lot of funny things, and obviously, <laughs> in an inaugural roller div a Chicklets Cup winner, it's you know kind of tied in, but uh, <laughs> that's about it. Um. I did want to ask what are your thoughts on Kid Rock in this on this show. Are you guys fans? No, indifferent. I haven't
1: seen it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Kid, a, Kid
0: Rock? You haven't seen it? Kid Rock no. the guy? I don't know. I don't know. Like no.
1: trash like
0: Cheryl Crow put that paint in, or put that picture away. Kyle, you're so young. What's oh. the
2: Yeah, I don't know what the question is here. You do like, He's a Detroit guy, isn't he?
0: Yeah. You don't know who Kid Rock is? I know who he is, but I'm saying, what's the question? Oh,
2: you said oh, there's I guess, the
1: show.
0: No, like, do you guys, are you guys fans of Kid Rock? Uh, I guess is my question.
1: Get, I can get down to a little bit of Kid Rock here and there.
0: <laughs> I think the one thing, and I saw, I, re, I don't know why I thought about this, but Sweet Home Alabama, his version played on the radio the other day. That was probably the worst summer, worst two summers, because it, it ran for two summers in Michigan, because it just ran all the time. And like, you just had this trash, like all these people that are Kid Rock fans. It's so gross. And like everybody in Michigan, so ride or die for him. And it's, I don't know, I just hated it. But obviously you guys not being Michigan guys, it's not as polarizing. I will
1: say, I mean, I, I don't know if this is what you're getting at, but I will say they did overplay, like even in Cleveland, they over that when that song was like first, first out, like on the radio, they, I mean, it was probably, it felt like every other song
0: yeah and, there was that
1: like i don't know why obviously i don't listen to the radio anymore but like the songs i always remember that are like were just so annoying do you remember um like the song gives you hell by all american radio? yeah <laughs> that song I, that song was the most played song on the radio i think that played about nine hundred thousand times i'm trying to think what other ones there are but that's, like, the other one that's just stuck in my head about it. it was on the radio more than I could even fathom. Yeah.
0: It's, I don't know. I just, I guess I have a deep hate for Kid Rock. Um, I did want to ask, Evan, you had a question about holding down the Residence Inn, but have you guys ever stayed at extended stay hotels where they have, like, kitchenettes and stuff?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's what the, the, resi- the Residence Inn is like. This, uh, these
0: places are so weird man <laughs> like there's people outside shooting hoops playing uh basketball and then they got in a little pool where there's just some townies hanging out at it's uh nothing better than being in north carolina rally so
1: the residence in is legit it was one of the, like so it my house is on bagley road yeah first time when i got called up to cleveland the residence in that they put all the players in is on Bagley road and they just had me stay there. I literally was a six minute drive from my house to where they had me staying.
0: You could have rode your bike to work that day.
1: Yeah, literally, literally. And I was actually like the, me and CJ, that was like the first time, we, like I really met him and we, we hung out there a couple of times. He's, he's a really good dude. I will say he's one of the most like classic, just funny, human beings I've ever met in my entire life and when he gets talking you just want to listen because you never know what's coming out of his mouth it's just so funny man <laughs> he's the man I, I love that guy I'm so glad I mean I thought this interview was awesome
0: yeah he's a he's a he's unique but like the thing is he loves the game still and he's played pro for four years he's played it all his life and I think some guys get burned out but like Cam still loves the game, man. He still wants to, like you said, you just <laughs> die in the crease, baby. He's a um, gamer. A gamer. A- absolute gamer. Uh kick it over. Um Cam Johnson, unbelievable interview, completely electric. The guy's got stories for days. Uh, be sure to check out that interview, obviously. Be sure to listen every Wednesday. Uh, we're gonna have episodes out on YouTube and all your podcast apps every Wednesday on those podcast apps like subscribe follow if you could throw us a rate that'd be awesome i think that does something for us and uh gives us a reason to keep going on the show tell your friends about us tag us dm kyle for uh discounts on paint jobs um it's uh what are we going to do b2p 90 Yeah, b2p 90 for 90 off paint jobs so. <laughs> buy one get one freeze can we do any of those kyle <laughs>
2: uh let's see I'll i'd probably it. be open to some trades a big like kind of you know you see on ggsu people like
0: <laughs> yeah yeah to
2: trade so i'll trade paint jobs i'll i'm open to uh uh anything designer clothing designer some golf accessories gloves, belts um i do need a new driver lefty though lefty driver
0: you golf left
2: yeah golf oh, left cool I mean okay. I might as well golf right though I'm brutal. It doesn't
0: matter so either bad. way.
2: <laughs> so bad. I actually um so my my driver is so bad. I went to a uh I, I was doing this charity golfing tournament. It's actually coming up again soon. And uh I it, I was just hitting it so bad that I borrowed my buddies and was I would drive righty and then I would chip and putt lefty. So maybe maybe hey maybe if you have a righty driver I'll still trade for a paint job. So <laughs> it couldn't hurt it <laughs> at this point, eh? Yeah, no, not a golfer, but, uh, yeah, um, that's about it. Well, might as well send it over to CJ. What a beauty this guy
0: is. He's, I mean,
2: I'm, I feel honored to be in the same state as him. So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) all righty. Uh, like I said, folks, every Wednesday, uh, check us out, like, subscribe, follow, um, show some love and we'll see you next week. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he's back for another round. He is a legend. He is the East Coast Hockey League, Kelly Cup playoffs MVP. He is also an East Coast Hockey League, Kelly Cup champion. Not to forget the most dangerous man in Florida. It's Cam Johnson.
3: Cam, how are you? (laughs) Unreal intro. I'm doing good, boys. It's good to see all of you. Thank you for having me on again
0: well thanks, oh, for, yeah. thanks for making a bunch of beauties of the schedule huh
3: oh god i've been all <laughs> over the map but yeah it's i always got time for you guys obviously yeah.
2: hey, it's it's been a while how are uh how are your cats doing
3: <laughs> <laughs> cats are doing good both cats are doing good i had a i had another cat that i got with my now my ex-girlfriend sad wow. but so I don't really see, I don't really see that one anymore. That was the one with thumbs and all that too. So that one stings a little bit, but yeah. I still got post post. I still got sigh. They're still kicking around here. So it's all good. CJ, who do you miss more? Your ex or the cat? <laughs> <laughs> I miss her dog. To be honest, I miss the dog. The
0: oh no. Are you turning together? into a dog guy?
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm always going to be a cat guy through and through, but yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy dogs too. i I'm actually waitlisted right now for a, a golden mountain doodle. I've been waitlisted now. I, I put my, what is it called? Deposit. I put my deposit down probably like a year and a half ago and I was going to get one last year, which thankfully I didn't. Cause I mean, as I saw Moiser this year in Cleveland, but fuck, I was up and down like 10 times this year. So that just would have been dreadful if I had a dog. So thank God I didn't get a dog then, but um, actually that I'm, number two right now on a, a picking list a uh, couple dogs just had a yeah had a group of nice. puppies probably like i think end of august so they're supposed to be ready to go home like a couple weeks into october which i'll be gone already but i'm thinking I'm, I'm gonna pull the trigger on a dog nice i need something
0: where's this litter at is it in michigan is this gonna be easy? Or are you gonna have to
3: yeah so that's the thing too and like originally when like when the dog got pregnant they have like a you know a time frame of like all right dogs in heat whatever dogs pregnant and then like the litter's supposed to come now like originally the litter was supposed to happen like right before I left, but i have to go to charlotte now i, I didn't think i was going to have to go to charlotte originally but i signed with charlotte this summer anyways but i have to go to charlotte's okay. camp so thank you appreciate it but going to charlotte's camp early october so actually the date where i was supposed to go there and they are in michigan yeah they're in uh where is it it's like ottawa michigan i think is what the lady yeah, said yeah
0: middle of bfe buddy. yeah so
3: it's <laughs> yeah it's in the middle of nowhere but um no the lady does a good job like it's it's obviously not from like a a puppy mill or puppy farm whatever like she's she's very passionate about it so i'm thinking about it i'm waitlisted right now nice. i'm i'm number 2 to pick but i haven't Completely pulled the trigger yet? Because if if this year's anything like la- last year, it's going to be really hard to have a a little four legged friend with me.
1: <laughs> well, it's a lot shorter, at least a to to. Uh, I mean, it's not short by any means, but a to Charlotte is <laughs> a lot closer than Cleveland.
3: Yeah, it's it's definitely doable, and like, I mean, this year especially, like, I have so many connections now in Florida, and like, I mean, as you know, like, winning kind of takes care of a lot of things, so. Um, there's a lot of people I know that I could like rely on. We have a, a really great group of like super fans out there where, you know, if we had to leave for a weekend or say, hey, I got called up or something, I got to be gone for a week. Like, I know I could, I could find someone out there that would be trustworthy and, and they would probably have no problem taking the pop. So, yeah. so d- it's a decision I'm going to have to put some thought into in the next couple of weeks, figure out when, if I'm going to. Uh,
2: yeah. For, uh, when you're, when you're doing that, like, are you are you packing up a bunch of stuff and, and driving up to Cleveland or were you kind of just backpacking it? And like, you just, cause you have no idea or, like you could be
3: there for a weekend or you could be there the rest of the year. Yeah. That, so that was the thing too. And like, every time I got called up, like, fuck the first time I got called up, they're like, yeah, you're, you know, you're probably only going to be here for a week. I ended up staying like a month and a half. So I packed <laughs> like, you know, four face, baby. Yeah yeah i packed like four shirts maybe two <laughs> pairs of pants and like a hoodie like thank god i'm from michigan my mom is able to bring me like a winter jacket and all that i'm like i don't have any of this shit in florida like when they sent me down originally columbus was kind of pissed off at me so i was like you know what? it's probably it for me but obviously they ran into a little bit of of injury trouble so i got some opportunities up there which was nice but yeah, I wasn't. I was didn't really plan on being there, so I didn't have any of my winter shit. I was kind of in the kind of in the dark there, but nice being from Michigan. I was able to get some of my stuff from home. And you're from, but Michigan yeah, again, pretty. yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's, but again, you live out in Florida, man. Like your blood gets thinner, you get a little bit softer. <laughs> hey, <I> come <laughs> home for Christmas, <laughs> come home for Christmas, dude. I'd be like fucking freezing. It'd be like 50 <laughs> degrees out. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> can't believe i was in north dakota fucking six years what was i
2: thinking you guys don't drink during the day up in michigan like
3: uh it it just depends who you're talking to (laughs) (laughs) i'm off the piss though dialed in now season's right around the corner (laughs)
2: yeah we go what was that uh what was that bender like i'm I'm assuming that's the reason you're off the piss is because you you probably sent it pretty good
3: I sent it pretty good it was it was a lot of fun like I mean especially being out in Florida you can't beat it out there and you know once we won we're we're kind of the kings of town there for a couple weeks so there's there's a lot of people who are you know like big supporters of the team out there that that live on golf courses like one of the super fan members he's like the in charge of the grounds crew or whatever so like all these people like they're like yeah whenever you want to get out like just let me know so I had about two weeks where I was you know golfing either either golfing or going to the beach every day and drinking beer so it was a lot of fun but I mean at the same thing it's it's pro hockey and like guys got families like guys got shit to do and it, it was sad like you know we had a fun few days but shit like a week after we won I think there's only like eight to ten of us that were still there. So it, it kind of you know clears out kind of quickly You're not like my college bend. I think I've been for like two straight months, but yeah, Florida, I got a good couple weeks, a good couple weeks in me.
0: Well, I heard you had a conversation with Scotty and, uh, or maybe I was sitting there on the phone with you guys, but like the thing about the coast and I, I think for the listeners, this is kind of interesting besides hearing about your great times is like, they kind of give you guys the boot, like what, two weeks. And then you guys are out of the apartments and you have to like, well, you can't stay here, but you don't have to go home kind of thing, right?
3: Yeah, so, like, the apartments, what they do there, we have a really, really nice setup in Florida, but, I mean, I, I imagine it's pretty much the same along the lines everywhere. It's, like, they kind of, you know, don't want you you staying around there or whatever. They kind of want to get yeah. the, the places cleared out because they sublease them, and then, like, we get the same, same we we stay at the same place every year, but we don't have the same apartments every year, if that makes okay. sense. Yeah. So they clean us out because they're like, hey, you know what? We got someone who wants to take over this apartment, um, for example, you know, in, in July or whatever. So we have, we always have like 12 to, it's like 12 to 13 or what is it, 12 to 15 apartments maybe every year in there. Mm-hmm. But like the, the rooms vary every year. For sure. But like for me, if me, for example, like it's, you know, this is my what, third or fourth, third or fourth year in Florida. I think it was my fourth year. No, it was my third year in Florida. So it was my third year in Florida. Yeah, I know, fuck, dude, god damn it. But anyways, um, like I know, you know the coaches there, the GM Craig Brush. He's a Michigan guy. He's he's the one who started Compuware. Him and uh, the the owner of the Carolina Hurricanes. I don't know why I always think forget his name. Uh, It's a Carmona or something or whatever. But anyways, they started Compuware and then they went down to Florida and they started the Everblades. So he loves his Michigan guys and. Um, you know, at the end of the year, like still, I was, I was kind of going through it with my ex a little bit. Um, I was like, you know what? I just want to fucking stay out in Florida all summer. So they actually got me an apartment for the summer. So they made, they made everybody else leave, but they had a place for me. Uh, MVP, so I, <laughs> 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 right? Get MVP, do whatever the hell you want. But, <laughs> no, they, they got me a place. I actually stayed up there for like a couple weeks after everybody left, but I came home like early July. I think maybe a week or two in July, so came home. I still have the apartment out there, so that's actually my plan going back. I have to be in Charlotte by October 1st, but I think I'm going to just roadie down to Florida, have my car down there, have my shit down there. Last year when we won our owner, he's a multi-billionaire Hoffman, shout out Hoffman um anyways he owns like four golf courses out there so he gave us a lifetime membership to like the nice one of the nicest courses down there so That's your, card f-
1: on your story like your what's life, that your lifetime membership card or whatever on your
3: store yeah that- yeah <laughs> it says here i like you probably have it in my yeah, i have it in my wallet but what's it the- says like the world champion. <laughs> let's see i'll show you guys let's flip this camera around
0: Oh yeah! He sees a
3: lifetime pass to old corkscrew. as part of the 2022 Kelly Cup and World Champion (laughs) Florida Everblades. Baby, read it and weep. What's that?
2: What's that? Go for would like if you were to rough estimate.
3: Oh fuck! I'm pretty sure it's like God. I think it's somewhere like eighty thousand dollars or something to join the club yeah so nice right i might have to be selling this if anyone's in the market (laughs) let me know (laughs) i got a lifetime membership
0: kajiji here we come
3: sell it for a discounted rate
0: um cam i know Absolutely. Uh, I know uh, there's a lot of stories you can't tell. You know, there's stuff that stays in the room that stays amongst the guys. But I mean, is there anything you can tell us about that championship run? Did you guys go to the Lonnie? Like, where'd you take the cup? How wild? Dude, did it get?
3: we took the cup. Like, it, it was wild. Right after, initially after we won, we partied in our locker room. It was actually fucking dope. And I don't know what the hell happened, but they just ended up like letting everybody in there. So there was, (laughs) (laughs) there was one story. There's a guy on my team, Steph LeBlanc, like some random is is sitting in his stall, and we'd all been in our gear by that point, like fucking two, three hours, and like my feet fucking are killing me. I'm still dripping sweat. Like I want to get out of my shit. But anyways, he goes to his stall. He's like, hey man, like can I get my stall? This guy's like, who are you? <laughs> <And> my <laughs> buddy's like, who the fuck are you? Like, get the fuck out of my stall, dude. So It was pretty classic. They were just letting anybody in there, but it was a fucking banger, man. Holy shit. But we did that that night. Like there's a couple bars out in Naples. That I, I kind of put some work into throughout the year. The managers really liked us. So they gave us a full sponsored Kelly cup party. We didn't have to pay a dime. They just, wanted us to bring all the boys and bring the cup there and, and they took care of us that was at cavo night nightclub, club or yeah cavo shout out cavo if anybody's in the naples area hit up cavo my boy you needed, Big Mike. Uh,
2: you needed like a bouncer outside the room the night you wanted yeah. like be like hey got a girl yeah. ratio
3: here right like who do <laughs> you know, you who, do you know here? <laughs> who do you know here are you on the list but fuck it was it was a lot of fun and we actually didn't make it to the Lonnie Kai, which is so 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 upsetting. But
0: that's a we won huge on it. bummer,
3: dude. It was horrible. It was literally horrible. But we went on a Saturday. I wanted to go to the Lonnie initially the next day. I'm like, boys, let's go before everybody's out of here. Like, we have to take this thing to the Lonnie. I wanted to take it to one of those rooms in the top balcony and just launch the trophy off, shatter it. (laughs) Like, we got to fucking destroy this thing. (laughs) But no, we didn't end up making it. We didn't end up making it to the Lonnie Kai. but we took that thing around everywhere.
0: I absolutely love to hear it. Um, Another thing I want to ask about, Cam, this is more mushy-gushy than anything fun how cool was it to have your family? And like, I saw your mom came down and you guys got pictures afterwards. Like that's electric. eh?
3: Oh, it was fucking awesome. And, and that was the thing too. We were playing Toledo. So it was close to home. And even in Toledo, I think game one in Toledo, we had like just our Florida, our little group of Florida fans collectively. We had like a hundred people in one little section of all like, I had like 25 people, I think there. So I probably made up a quarter of the people, but, we had a lot of Michigan guys, so we had a lot of people out there. And it was cool, too. Like, you could hear them. They were loud. And the Toledo fans are just fucking ruthless. They were actually trying to cancel <laughs> me. They were trying to cancel me in the middle of playoffs. They were, I had a couple fans that went back and found some of my tweets from, like, fucking 2009 or something, screenshotted, like, 50 yeah. of my tweets. They were they were tagging the ECHL. They were tagging the Florida Everblades. like <laughs> I'm like, holy fuck, you got to be kidding me. These people are nuts. But yeah, so I had to last year during playoffs, I had to go through my tweets, my old tweets. I had to delete like 104 tweets or something. Our guy in the the office, our social media guy is just like, yeah, yeah, probably should have been tweeting that. But again, it was from like ninth and 10th grade. And
0: we're going to step away very briefly for a quick word from our sponsor. Take your goaltending development to the next level by giving your goalies a crease every drill. Easy Crease quickly and easily gives goalies a crease anywhere on the ice. This works great for small area games, goalie clinics, or anytime your goalie doesn't have a crease. You can order these at www.easycrease.com, again www.easycrease.com, or check them out on Amazon. I'm a huge advocate for easy crease. I think you can use this at every level, whether you're, you know, coaching a major junior, high school hockey, or you're just dealing with 12 year olds or anyone younger. Anytime you go cross crease or you're warming up in the, uh, in the middle of the ice between the blue lines, if you're using like for younger kids, you're using shared ice. So players on both ends, uh, you're doing a goalie clinic and you want kids to start doing a lot of crease movements. You move the net around, you use one net. You don't you know, peg it and you move the net around, you trace out, you know, three, four five different creases, depending on the goalies, everyone can start skating and hitting their spots. The other thing is, I don't think this is just for goalie coaches. I think this is for goalies themselves. If you don't have a goalie coach and your team is doing half ice stuff, bring the marker out with you. When you guys go to half ice and you're doing cross ice drills or games or anything like that, small area stuff, boom, grab the marker, quick, uh, you know, hook it onto the net Uh, do your little c cuts coming backwards one quick crease boom you're done now you can hit your spots now you have a feel of where you're at on the ice just like you do when you play full ice and you're in the painted crease right i think this is a huge tool for anyone to have i think if you don't have it in your bag and you don't carry it around with you on the rink you're making a mistake again it's super easy quick hook system you drop it out of the net you don't have to clip anything nothing boom press the marker into the ice you're skating backwards you have crease in seconds so, definitely check them out easycrease.com. If you're a social media person like I am, they have an Instagram at easycrease. Again, e a s y c r e a s e. It's spelled exactly how it sounds. Now, uh, we will take it kick it back to the show.
3: Just had to take care of a, a few of those tweets from my early my early youth before, you know, I learned what everything's all about, but good learning experience. It was a lot of fun and yeah, obviously having the family down in Florida is was, was really cool, and you know, Florida's a destination area, so there's there's a lot of people who are who want to come down there anyways, and you know, always a, a, an extra little incentive to see something like that is you know priceless. So Hertz was, Arena, it sell time. it out, baby! Yeah, Hertz Arena, the old Germain. You remember when it was Germain? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> back in the back in the Narch days. Won my first title. <laughs> Won my first title in Hertz and roller hockey. <laughs> Finally got the ice one there.
0: We'll talk about taking it full circle. That's beautiful.
3: Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was it was a really cool experience. Definitely, it, I mean, it's hard to compare it to winning a national championship, but it was fucking damn near as close as you could come. Well, I mean, it's winning anywhere. I mean, winning winning anywhere is fun, and especially in pro. And when you can win in pro, that's nice little feather to put in your cap.
0: Well, I think I think, too, like you playing there, not to say you are, but you get a little jaded because it's like, all right, well, like, you know, like I've been, you know, with Columbus, I've been with Cleveland and now we're in the coast. So it's just the coast. But like, there's a lot of guys that coming out of college hockey, a lot of goalies that I've been talking to recently that are like, you know, mucking it around Michigan guys that are like, man, I'm like, you know, I'm just clawing to stay in the coast because they're on a coast deal. So like to still be at that level and win, it's like it's not this is not an easy feat. And A lot of guys have been weeded out and aren't in the level. So. It's yeah to it's, say uh it's not just any it's not just a coast championship it's you guys yeah
3: too yeah it was it was yeah and I mean we were kind of like the underdogs like we we're the underdogs against Newfoundland we beat them four to one we were the underdogs against Toledo we beat them four to one so like yeah I guess we had a little something to prove but like you said it's it's the coast but it's it's still a really good league and especially like that COVID year when like the coast started before the a the, the coast was like legitimately like the the high-end teams in the coast could easily play in the a so like I'd say over the past couple of years like a little bit of the riffraff is starting to get um you know kind of fondled out of the out of the coast you don't really have those like really tough guys that are down there just to to muck it up and you yeah. still have those guys you, you maybe got one guy on each team that that can throw obviously but it's not as you know, it's not as much in the game as it was a, a couple of years ago, like even since I've started playing pro, like you, yeah. it's just getting noticeably more skilled and like the coast, especially is for like those young guys. You see a lot of young guys on NHL deals that, you know, pro hockey's a, a different dragon than, than college or juniors. It's, it takes some growing pains and figuring it out. And if you go down to the coast, like you're not just going to instantly light it up either. Like it's, it's a hard league. It's, it's a hard league to play in. It's, you know sometimes you don't know what the fuck's coming at you but you just got to be ready and it's it's a really good league for goalies like you said like all these teams now they have basically one guy on a show deal and then usually another guy on an a deal so it's it's hard to just sign an ECHL deal unless you're like you know like for me I could probably sign with Florida and I would be okay like I know I'd be okay but for other guys like you sign somewhere in the coast if you haven't put in some time there like they sign one guy like you're going to be the first one to go it's just you know the way of the business yeah,
0: so college your, hockey ends in the spring they'll bring in a new guy but go ahead Kyle. yep is, you, exactly. is your
3: contract
2: uh, technically through Charlotte then this
1: year
3: yeah i signed okay. I, I signed with charlotte this year they have a new affiliation they used to be with um Carolina they used to be with the Hurricanes and they actually used to be with Florida Yeah. but the past couple of years we were with Nashville so it was Nashville, Milwaukee, Florida so this year they went Florida Panthers, Charlotte and Florida Everblades okay. so basically like when I was signing they, they signed Alex Lyon another Vaughn guy really good goalie he won in the A last year so he's you know going to be there probably going to be their guy and in, in Charlotte and then obviously there's a number two spot that's up for grabs and they have a couple younger guys on show deals that I would have to beat out. So I imagine like going into the season, I'll, I'll probably, if I don't stick around in Charlotte, I'll probably go down to Florida and I'll just, you know, kind of have to wait and see how it plays out. And if I get my opportunity, I'll go up there and kick.
0: Always be ready.
3: Yeah, exactly. It's just like, you know, opportunities are so few and far between. And I'm kind of bummed now. I mean, I'm not bummed. It's obviously you learn as you go. It's but it's like the opportunities that you get, like they don't they don't always come. And like mm-hmm. especially not being a draft pick or you know, not being a highly touted guy. Like for me now, I've kind of haven't really bounced around, but I haven't like stuck I was with Columbus for a couple of years, but I haven't like stuck in a system where they have like a plan for me. I've just kind of been like an extra where like if shit hits the fan okay, we know we got this guy who can come in and play. So that aspect of it's kind of tough. But again, you find a home. I found a home in Florida. And hopefully I have some few more good years there.
2: And like you said, too, like, I think COVID, like, just kind of backlogged everything to where now you have, like, the junior pool overflowed, the college pool overflowed. And now, like, guys are yeah. trying to get into pro earlier. And, like, like, there's only two goalies on every team. And at some point, like, It's just – it's so oversaturated. You have guys who could easily play in the A in the coast and guys who are in the A that should be in the show. So it's just – it's crazy.
3: just 100%. In that COVID year, too, there was, like, a lot of guys that were looking for jobs, too, that, like, there weren't teams that were, like, willing to sign guys or whatever. So there's, like, a lot of guys that got weeded out in that aspect. And then, like you said, like, guys got an extra year in college. You know, you had the – the overflow in juniors because well colleges they had to take a year off so they got guys who are going to stay in there so you know it takes somebody else's job so it was just like it's like the trickle down effect and then not now it's like an abundance of players like there's so many guys to pick from
0: yeah it, it's so it was just...
3: like one way to the other
0: it puts you in a, a little bit of a tight spot, but you being from yeah. Michigan, you got some grit. So, and having yeah. survived Nodak, you're tough, your nails. Yeah. Um, yeah.
3: hundred percent. So 100%. Uh, I got a nice little elite prospects to back me too. right? Like, <laughs> I'm not even, I'm not, I'm not even kidding you dude. like half the time, especially like if I'm to go over to Europe, like they're probably just going to look at my elite prospects and be like, Oh, okay. Kid can, kid can play
0: i hate when i go to google you cam though i gotta type goalie or hockey every time yeah
3: yeah you know there's basketball the cam player. johnson basketball dude i get tagged in so much of his shit <laughs> and like i'll comment back sometimes too i'll comment back like
0: ball out this
2: guy yeah
3: oh yeah
2: you ever you oh, ever get oh. uh any any of his chicks slide into your dms and be like <laughs>
3: I haven't got that yet. The chicks are a little bit smarter, but some of the super fans are like, man, this Cam Johnson deserves more credit than he's getting. And I'll just like tweet back like, yeah, no tats on the right arm, strictly for buckets. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, have, you I are a beauty. Um, <laughs>
0: so uh, I, I, I want to bring this up. There's a sick picture of you and Moiser. Uh, you had some time in Cleveland. What was Evan like in the room? Was he just a natural scumbag or what?
3: I'm the worst worst fucking guy. Worst teammate. No, no, No. the exact opposite, man. Like probably the biggest beauty goalie partner I've had in pro. Like I'm not kidding you. And I would like – there would be games where like I'm sure I've talked to this about you before with, like, my stomach and puking and just, like, I've had some troubles in pro trying to figure out some shit that I've had to deal with. But, like, there'd be games I'd come up to, like, i come to the bench and be like, fuck, man, like, I'm not seeing the pucker. I could fucking feel like shit. He'd be like, dude, you're fucking sick. Like, you got nothing to worry about. Like, you fucking dialed out there. What do you know? What are you going to do about it? Dude. It's like anytime I'd come to the bench like fuck, man, fucking gas. You'd be like, Yeah, but you're fucking nasty. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking right. Yeah, you're right. I'm yeah, am. Absolute blue my favorite, guy.
1: My blue favorite. guy. We'd cut we'd come like he'd come to the bench, like it was always in the third. He'd come to the bench in the third and uh it would it, for all of a sudden it would just be a panic, and the the Phil like the little assistant equipment had to be running around. I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? And everyone's like, the ginger ale, get the ginger ale, get the ginger ale. <laughs> like everyone just losing their mind. And Cam, Cam would be drinking ginger ale in the middle of the third period. I think to settle his stomach down a little bit.
3: Oh yeah, my stomach could be acting up. I'd be mean, coming back to the boys like, fuck it, I need it again. Fucking need it again.
1: Dude, that was I was I was texting with uh, Carson and a little bit, uh, just yep. like asking them like what I should talk to you about. And Carson Carson's favorite thing about favorite like memory about you is uh, I I forgot who you were probably like Chicago. I know Chicago was pretty good this year. It was probably Chicago and you guys were getting like outshot like one period. It was like twenty five to three or something like that.
3: Like, oh yeah,
1: puking in the back of your net and.
3: Oh I, yeah, <laughs> I just might have
1: by you at a uh, downtown, and I yep. think uh, like he's like, man, you're you're really kicking. Like, how you doing? And you're like, man, I don't give, I don't care at all. Like, I die in that fucking crease. <laughs> yeah, and I, he he loves it. He's like he's like, I literally think he would have died in that crease that night if he had.
3: Hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, I was close. I was I almost flatlined. That I had fucking. I had 20, it was 28 shots in the first period. We were playing Rochester and it was in Cleveland too, which like the the arena that we played in. Yeah. It was hotter than fuck. It was a basketball arena. So like, I already sweat a lot. And I've started to figure it out. Like last year was the first year where I really started to get a grasp on like why my stomach would start to go. And it's just because I, I just sweat so much. I lose like, Probably twelve to fifteen pounds a game. So, like, especially that game, I was getting fucking very, like, twenty-eight shots. That's a whole. That's a whole game of work in one yeah. period. So I was, yeah, like towards the end of the period, just fucking spewed right in the crease, and I had to. I had to battle that game, but I got through, and I actually played pretty well. I and. Mean, which is crazy too like some of my games are i've felt the shittiest i've played the best because i've just been like fucking you gotta just survive man like just get through it so you're not i'm not thinking about anything but like fucking survive so i just like it doesn't it kind of gets rid of all that extra noise that sometimes you let creep into your game i'm just like fuck i just gotta make it through this shit without dying Dude, I'm so I calling over the bench. You guys are going to have to bring the stretcher out You give me fucking five more shots or another PK. Like, that's it. I'm flatline.
1: Probably the, the heat, <laughs> really, especially the, you know, the few games when I was backing up, the heat was probably really on because I'm good for absolutely nothing. <laughs> they like, I, I, <laughs> it, I know my backup's not kicking. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. I am like, I don't know if he'll throw this guy or fuck. No, <laughs> I was hoping they were. There's a couple games like, fuck, get me out of here, man. I'm dying. Give this guy a shot. It's fucking the, working his ass off.
2: Pat, Patty Wah, pull
3: yourself. Just like, all right, that's yeah. it. Yeah. That's, that's you're it. going,
0: buddy. <laughs>
3: like, <laughs> I'm shaking. I'm, I'm literally like. <laughs> I go right to the head coach like, this is it, man. I'm out. This is my last <laughs> game as a Cleveland monster. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's why I side with Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh,
2: I actually completely agree with that. Like, like sometimes when you're just not feeling it going into a game and you're just like your your mindset's just battle. You're almost like kind of less you, you don't overthink anything. You're literally just like, yeah, hey,
3: stop the puck and like, yeah. Stop. Kind of, kind of get some
2: sick games out of it for sure.
3: Yeah, hundred percent. You're just not, you're not thinking about any of the other BS. Like, just fucking stop the puck and yeah. get me out of this fucking crease. <laughs> it's the fuck like will I die in here.
0: It's sort of like when Kyle had bad Mexican food and he had to go to his yeah. men's league game and was trying not to shit his pants on dude. The dude. Ice. Oh, dude, you're focusing fuck, on is don't
2: shit. <laughs>
3: <know? Went> to, <laughs> yeah,
2: I think I told that on the pod, right? Yeah, Last, <laughs> a couple times. Yeah, I went to OT <sighs> so bad. Oh man, <laughs> do not trust the fart that late in the game do not trust a fart dude not only a fart like (laughs) i couldn't trust a butterfly
3: at that point i'm like if i I go down (laughs) if i drop too hard something else might be dropping out of me as well oh man yeah i've made the i've made the mistake of having chipotle before getting on the sheet before that's a battle you just gotta hot salsa kicking around salsa Yeah, the hot salsa, dude. I I made that mistake before. I've crushed a, a Chipotle bowl before a game. Hot salsa. I <laughs> I think that was like the, the worst I've ever had to battle in a game before. <laughs> I
2: don't know. I don't know if I ever said it, Ev, but um, the game I I did with the Blues. I, I there was a part of me I thought I was going to go in in the third because uh Philly Huso had to take a shit. Took all his gear off between the second and third. And he was taking oh, a while, man. like like there was like two minutes left on the on the game clock to when we went out and he wasn't back out yet. I'm like, I might start the period.
3: Like this, <laughs> this might be I'm it. gonna get my shot.
0: Yeah. I'm getting my fucking shot. <laughs> oh,
3: Just instantly heart drops to the floor, like, motherfucker, what am I gonna <laughs> do? <laughs> Yeah, all the boy, uh, the equipment manager helped him put his gear back on. Like, it's the old
2: village.
0: <laughs> Kyle, you sit in that stall. You do not move. You do not take the ice. Who's so you're going? Yeah. I'd be like, Kyle,
3: go out there and fucking chirp the ref or something. You need a little delay of game.
0: Oh, man. Um, I wanted to kick it over to CBUS. Uh, you had a, a goalie coach who's familiar amongst the National Hockey League especially Michigan, a bit of a beauty, a bit of a legend, Manny legacy. Huge
3: beauty. Huge uh, beauty.
0: I hear you guys, when you were spending some time with him, you guys are like tied at the hip. eh?
3: <laughs> yeah, we were homies, man. Manny was my guy. I loved, I loved him a lot. And he was like, he, you know, he's very similar to me in like a mindset and just very like, easy going. very <laughs> easy going, like stop the puck and let's have some beers after. Like that's what he was all about. So like me and him got along very well and he was a he was a very good influence in my my pro career like I'm bummed it didn't work out with Columbus because obviously I had him you know kind of root for me and it, it's hard to to find people in pro that like really root for you and, and stick your neck out for you and he was the guy that did and you know I, he he'd work me and, and it was awesome it was a lot of fun great experience and then after he'd invite me out for a round of golf and You know, I'd show up to the course. I'd already have a six pack on ice and a a mixie in my fucking little thing. It's like, let's go, man. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, you're gonna have to take it easy on me tomorrow. I'm (laughs) crushing six beers in a mixie. Like, I'm not, you know, probably not gonna be feeling the greatest tomorrow. And it was funny, dude. He'd, He'd come out there too, and like, he understood what I was going through. Like, I was on the taxi squad, so I was just basically a shooting dummy. Like, yep. I had to go out there. I'd have to go out there early, just by myself, me and him. I'd have to do a goalie session for the taxi squad. From there, I'd have to do the taxi squad skate. From the taxi squad skate, I'd have to go do the NHL goalie skate. From the NHL goalie skate, I'd have to do the NHL practice. And then from the NHL practice, I'd have to take all the shit at the end of of the practice too, all the forward drills. I had one drill one time I was doing, I had fucking line A on one side, Max Domi on the other, and someone at the top of the key, they were just working on their one, their power play one tees, And I had to sit in there and fucking wear them. And uh, who was it? Domi took a sh- or no, it was Patty. Patty took a shot, dude, hit me square between my eyes, like fucking knocked me back on my ass. And I like, my vision like legitimately went black for a second. I'm like, holy fuck, man. This is fucking bananas. But yeah. Yeah, good he knew what he's what I was not going a shooter,
0: through. though, so. <laughs> yeah, right?
3: Fuck me. But he knew he knew what I was going through. And if there was ever a day, like, I could be honest with him. Like, man, fuck, I'm a little stung today. And he'd be like, ah. He'd just start laughing. Like, <laughs> what'd you do last night? It's like, he was a beauty. And then he'd take it easy on me on our sessions. And he knew what I was going through, too. Like, when I'd have to do the shit at the end, like, he'd just come up to me. Like, I had a little thing on me. And he would just, like, twist it. He'd be like, just put it in survival mode so he just knew like Mm -hmm. here it comes (laughs) but i got through it he was uh he was he really helped me out in my career for sure he helped me dial in a lot of a lot of small details that really i wasn't good at and it was fucking frustrating working with him too because every day working on shit i wasn't good at like man what the fuck and like and first day i came out on the ice like they're all reverse vh like that's how they want you to play everything like and I am like the exact opposite of reverse. I am Stand like up, baby. fucking <laughs> standard VH. I still do the normal VH. And like, and he would just be like, dude, like, what are you doing? So he, he really, he had a lot of, a lot of patience with me and, and really helped me dial in some aspects of my game that fuck really helped me out last year.
0: That's awesome, man. That's good.
3: Yeah. He was a great, he was a great dude. And he's a fucking sick golfer, man. He's scratch, probably under scratch. Well, he he's lives for sick, the uh, course, man. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a Fortnite or two, right? <laughs> I got, is he? I never played the Fortnite. with Oh, him. that's the
2: stories I've I've heard on uh, I think Chicklets or something. They said like he like crushes Fortnite like
3: all day long. <laughs> but I don't know. That doesn't even surprise me. But no, he was when I was there. It was you know let's get our work done on the ice and then let's go have some pops and hit some balls around. So it was it was a lot of fun. I had a good time in the in the national.
0: One time, what a league
3: what a thing. fucking league
0: <laughs> if you ever see manny again in person well next time you do next time you see manny you got to ask him about the stories about him and scotty because back when oh, Manny was playing with the yeah. wings those two him and scotty got after it
3: oh no i i heard it i heard a few stories like i said we golfed quite a bit so when you're That's golfing awesome. there's a lot of time for for yucking. and man, he told me some stories about the wings back in the day too and those guys they, they were fucking like their training camp back in those glory days when they were fucking nasty their training camp was just a bend yep like they would just go go up to traverse city he's like yeah we'd fucking have a time. skate and then we'd go right to the golf course have pops on the golf course we'd go right from the golf course to the bar and we would do that every single day he's like i'm not kidding you every single day for the entire month that we were in traverse city he's like that's why our team was so fucking good because everybody was always together always like you know having pops together always battling you know you knew when you were battling hung the next day the fucking guy next to you is hung too whereas nowadays it's like fucking pulling teeth trying to get your whole team out for pops
1: <laughs> that's so for sure. you know we've been talking a lot about golf and i gotta we gotta bring up this story um there's a story about you and patty uh driving home from oh. golf <laughs> Could you yeah. uh, you cue that up for us?
3: <laughs> yeah. So one day, Double Eagle out in Columbus, our our owner or whatever the ownership group of Columbus, the Blue Jackets, they own like it's like what is it like this fucking second nicest course or something?
1: Yeah, it's like Kins, but it's like Kinsale and like Double Eagle are like sister courses or something. Like because Cars has a membership at uh, Kinsale. Kinsale,
3: yeah, everybody they're plays legit. it.
1: they're legit tracks
3: yeah and they columbus blue jackets like they just have uh, a membership at both of those courses so you can just call in and say i'm with the blue jackets and they get you out so that was a really nice plug to have but yeah one day i went out to double eagle it was my first time playing it too i was with patty and his buddy which was cool patty drives a lambo suv yellow lambo suv and his license plate too when he was there he he got traded from winnipeg but his license plate was still a winnipeg jets license plate so like just obvious like whose car this is and we were coming back from double eagle and like i don't I like, columbus i don't really think columbus is like hood at all is it
1: i mean if you're in the <laughs> right spot I, over by can't like osu's campus there's a couple pockets that are kind of scary but for the most right. part, not that bad
3: yeah so that's where we were driving by we were kind of driving by the osu campus and there was this car full of like four guys that was just like they would drive up and like slow down drive up slow down drive up like and i was like looking over like hey do you see these guys and they were just like fucking with us so like patty started doing it like (laughs) you know rev his engine a little bit and then he like kind of took off and then they came flying up next to us and then slowed way down and rolled their windows down and they were just pointing guns at us and uh, Patty looked over like, oh, holy fuck, just took off in his Lambo. It was sick. We got up to like 120 in probably two seconds, dude. But it was fucking wild. He was he was scared. Like he was like kind of shaking. Like, dude, what? What the fuck was that? I was just like laughing, like, dude, that was fucking, that was crazy. But no, they were just fucking with us. And I don't know if Patty's ever seen a gun before in the flesh. Obviously, me being from Detroit, it's like second nature. I didn't think anything (laughs) of it. But (laughs) no, Patty, Patty was like freaked out, a little spooked. I'm like, yeah, they probably know where you live, buddy. Look out.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and
3: and now that you're uh, down in Florida, guns are
2: guns are also pretty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um yep. does Can't is Patty uh is Patty a vanity plate guy? Like is he what's his license plate? is like Patty and then
3: like the uh the Winnipeg uh, Jets logo. Yeah, it dude, he did have a custom plate too. What did it say? <laughs> it might have fucking said Patty on it. His yeah. license plate legit might have said patty on
1: it. I think when I think when Rosie uh when Roslovic came over too, his but he had like a Winnipeg, like a Jets plate too.
3: Yeah, I think that must be the standard down there. The Winnipeg Jets plate probably just gets you out of anything in Winnipeg. (laughs) Come on, you see the plate, bud? Come on, what are you pulling me over for? No, No. but yeah, we had we had a couple guns flashed at us, and I don't know if Patty has ever seen a gun before. He was pretty spooked. (laughs) The St. Winnipeg. It was anymore, funny Patty. <laughs> yeah. He was like telling it at the locker room the next day, like like freaking out. And the boys were coming up to me. Like, dude, fucking you, you guns pointed at you. I'm like, oh yeah, it's fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> like, were you were you not scared? I'm like, no, what are they gonna do? Shoot me? You're in a Lambo SUV. You don't think we can fucking dodge those guys? See ya.
0: Smell you later.
3: He let me drive it too. That was dope. I got to drive the Lambo SUV.
2: What'd you get it up to? Or you were a little more cautious? Yeah,
3: yeah, I was a little bit more cautious, but like, Double Eagles kind of, and like, have you played it, Moiser?
1: Uh, no, we were going to the one day, but it was all booked out, so we ended up playing Kinzale.
3: Yeah, so d- Double Eagles, like, you kind of drive on, like, some back roads to get out there, so there is a couple places where you can kind of touch it up a little bit, so we showed up to the course, and you have to, like, they give you a caddy, you have to, like, tip your caddy, obviously, and like being a part of the Blue Jackets, like you want to tip them pretty good, and they don't have an ATM there or whatever. So, and I don't even know if he had a debit card. I don't, I don't even know. But I was like, yeah, dude, I'll just drive up there. Like, yeah, if you want to, there's a a, a corner store or whatever a mile away. They got an ATM there, and he wanted to go hit balls. and I'm the type of golfer that just you know shows up on the tee time, pull up to the tee, and hit a bomb 300 yards down the fairway. I don't need any practice swings or any of that bogus. So, I told him, I'm like, yeah, man. If, you want to go hit balls? Like, I'll gladly hop in the whip and go, go to the ATM. He's just toss me the keys. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. I'm like, fucking right. So, yeah, I fired that rig up and connected my phone to Bluetooth. <laughs> threw, threw a couple snap stories on and fucking gunned it. It was dope.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing the snap. I was like, oh, man, Cam's getting paid in the league,
3: huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, national League, No joke, hey. Eh? For like sure. have for sure no it was sick it's it's the only lambo i ever drove or uh, i've ever driven uh, have you guys ever driven a lambo
0: <laughs> no I don't don't. I'm crazy driver's
3: seat <laughs> yeah i'm a, I run was a it, podcast no was shot. it like what, what
2: what was your uh kind of reaction to it like is it like all that it it's hyped up to be
3: yeah dude it's fucking sick <laughs> and like First off, like you turn the car on and it's uh, vroom, like fucking rumbles at you and you got a seatbelt, like your seatbelt tightens on you too. It's like yeah. automatically just you feel your belt get a little bit tighter. I'm like, oh yeah, we're ready to fucking go. And then even like when I pulled up to because it was just like a little shit kind of corner store too, like just like a little store you'd see like up north, like in the country, whatever. And I pulled up there to Lambo SUV, there were a couple people just like gawking me like whoa. Yeah. And then, even when I went in there, like people were like, man, nice, nice car. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Fucking 25 goal I made it. Yeah. That's, that's all you need. <laughs> that's
2: yeah. all you need. Just like the so mindset. Just, if you had a Lambo, like you'd be right. Re- you could play in the show right now. That's all you oh,
3: need. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I had so much swagger walking into that little corner <laughs> joint. I'm like, I don't know if this ATM has enough money. I'm asking to pull out. You guys got a with that there? <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: you are a beauty <laughs> oh man that yeah, cool
3: uh, a lot of fun a lot of fun in the national league for
0: sure um, Kyle Evan you guys got anything else here
3: no oh, man it was good catching up always a pleasure yeah yeah you guys are fucking beauties Siege thanks I for got, having me on again
0: I got one final song though what's your favorite Kid Luray song
3: Oh fuck, dude. That's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, he's got a he's got a ton of bangers. So um I got a buddy out here who he's like he's into like the kind of like promoter business, I guess. Like okay. He like sets up parties in Detroit or whatever. Like whenever there's a you know a certain type of night or whatever going on at a bar, like usually it's like his whatever company or or party company so he's like in with all these people and like he knew the kid laroi's manager so i told him i was going to the concert he's like dude why why did you buy tickets like i'm fucking boys with the manager or whatever he's like let me let, let me shoot him a text and see if i can get you guys uh backstage so i was like oh fucking sweet all right and then yeah sure shit like 30 minutes later he's like yeah he left you four passes backstage so It was dope. Got to go to the Kid Leroy concert backstage. Um, I didn't get to meet him, which sucks, because they were off to, like, Toronto or something, I think, the next night. So, his his manager was cool. He, like, kind of chilled with us the whole night, but he's like, yeah, you know, I wish I could get you guys back there to at least meet him, but he's like, we gotta literally hop on the bus and get out of here. So, I'm like, damn. All right. But it was cool. I got to see the concert from backstage. Like, there's a couple times, like, his drummer would come off and he would like walk off over by us. We were on the other side or whatever. We were like dapsing him up, just shooting the shit with his drummer, and he fucking will run back out there, back on the drum. So it was, it was a cool experience for sure. Backstage,
0: that's awesome, man.
3: That's sweet, Kid Leroy. Um, but yeah, he was. what's he, crazy too is he's like, tw- like twenty years old or something, or like twenty one. Like he's so young, dude, and like. God, I think on stage he was pretty banged up. Like he must have been on, must have been on something. Poor little guy. Yeah, it's tough. 19, I mean, 20 years old. Like, what's this kid on?
0: You get into the culture and you're doing all those shows. Like, and you think about all the people around him who are just older. It's, uh, it's a tough mix, but yeah. Um, Cam, I wanted to leave you with this last question. You're a part of Eastside Elite League every year. You're always in the All Star game because obviously you're a stud. And, uh, you know, <laughs> you're you're Kickpox, but uh if you locked me and Steve Alexi in a room, who do you think comes out the winner?
3: <laughs> Easily you. Yeah, <laughs> you're a fucking nail gun. You lock anybody in their room with you. I'm pretty confident that you're coming out. <laughs> oh man, you
0: folks, the listeners, you heard it here first. Tougher than Steve Alexi. Um
3: yeah, you're a nail gun.
0: I bumped into Steve at the Chicklets Cup in Detroit one time and at the like player party i gave him a little hard time because he's got his big hat on i gave him a little shove i'm like sick hack buddy and he gave me a look he's like easy kiddo i got two fights left in me and you don't want to be one of them and I was like, you're, such, <laughs> you're such a hardo. settle down
3: that's such a steve thing to say you know he's, he's a such a beauty though i yeah i, I love steve O. he's a, he's a good guy he does a great job with that east side of league too because like there's really not a lot of shit we have out in michigan like that and Yep. Every year, he, you know, he's got to put up with us hockey players, which I.
0: We're on the move.
3: It's <laughs> he, job to do. For but... sure. He doesn't, he doesn't complain. Oh, am I losing you guys?
0: Can Can you hear us?
3: Yeah, I got you guys. Sorry. All right.
0: Well, hey, we'll wrap it up. I want you to drive safe. Good luck this summer crush it at charlotte's camp man we want to see you wearing the checkers and playing out of bojangles arena beautiful stadium uh um, yeah what a name <laughs> thank you for the time dude and travel safe everybody
3: yeah i appreciate it boys it was good chatting with you yeah thank you thanks for coming back you home. guys yeah you guys enjoy i guess we'll fuck summer's probably over but enjoy the last of this weather that we got maybe we'll have to get you guys down to the lani kaya that background's driving me crazy.
0: I'm ready to go, buddy. You fire me Just up. He's
3: itching. itching for one of them run runners. Why don't you throw a topper on there, too?
0: Exactly. So we'll see you, buddy.
3: Yeah, good chatting with you, boys. Hey, take it easy. You too. See you, brother. See you fellas.